Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Like most of you, my dear listeners, I've been to my share of painter studios, gallery openings, art fairs, graduate school seminars, artist retreats, artist bars, crummy artist diners that stay open all night frying eggs and burgers for artists on benders. Like you, anywhere that artists like to hang out, I've been there. And like you, I've discovered something that on the surface might seem to outsiders as troubling, maybe even pathological, but to us it turns out to be an unambiguous virtue. I'm talking, of course, about our propensity for self-congratulation. It's in fact a universal vice, but no one is better than artists in overestimating their own worth. Now, my good friend, the French painter Currado Malaspina, a man known for his candor and his blunt blanket generalizations, thinks that the worst offenders by far, even worse than his Parisian compatriots, are the artists of North America. Well, fine. Maybe that's true. But is that so bad? I caught up with him recently on his last visit to the US. We were participating in one of those three-day academic conferences. This one was called Clarion Toward the Future, which, considering the fact that it was sponsored by the Department of Comparative Literature, was a pretty stupid name. Anyway, the thing was held on the campus of Jack Feld Christian College, which is in Savannah, um, Georgia. And this vague, long-winded affair that included artists and athletes and writers and mental health executives, all presumed leaders in their fields, was something of a pointy-headed exercise in clairvoyance. Each expert was expected to evaluate the present condition of their field while at the same time prognosticating on its future. Prophecy, it seems, is a growth industry these days, and I find that there is no atmosphere so electric as one where pessimism and anticipation mingle like departing dinner guests quarreling over an Uber. Lofty insights and grandiloquently TED-talky ideas circulate like secondhand smoke, while the conferees hopscotch from presentations to breakout sessions to meals to mixers to meetings, repeating the process till even the bartenders have had enough. Currado presented a sound and light PowerPoint presentation on the recurring theme of the Madonna, in Western culture. From Duccio to Lady Gaga, Malaspina breathlessly touched upon a wide range of unrelated themes and stunned the assembled crowd with an off-key rendering of Alejandro while accompanying himself 
on a toy accordion. Now, Malaspina doesn't come to the States that often, and strangely enough, the thing that made the strongest impression on him was the food. Americans, he told me, love their food dripping in grease. He said, and it's true, that we spend lavishly on sneakers, on golf clubs, on mobile phones, yet we skimp on something so simple as cooking oil. He claimed that most of the catered meals, which by the way I found pretty decent, consisted of under-seasoned, overdone dishes crudely prepared with something vaguely resembling a refined form of automotive lubricant. He was especially angry about les frites, served with a cloyingly sweetened ketchup and appearing at almost every meal. <laughs> now, when you find it on the menu as french fries, well, Currado took that as a personal insult. Anyway, back to the theme of artistic self-congratulation. I can assure you that my Malaspina digression was anything but idle. There's a larger point to be made here, and considering the context, let me make it from a very theological perspective. To mistrust the senses, as most Americans in the eyes of Malaspina insist on doing, is to categorically turn one's back on God herself. Now let me do a little editorializing here. For my money, the priggish hoi polloi who poo-poo the bloody meats of voluptuary indulgence are a sorry lot of damp, hidebound reactionaries. They have a self-righteous abstemiousness that is based on nothing but ignorance and fear. The artist's job or should be, is to act as the corrective. What comes off as smug self-assuredness is really a sense of mission. They ask, or should ask, where have all the great debates disappeared to? Curado was on to something when he complained about the food. Sure, it was bland, but that's because here in the U.S., in the professional world, we value consensus, team building, harmony, inclusiveness, collaboration, and above all, affirmation. But what creative people know, and what the general public seems reluctant to recognize, is that good karma almost always equals bad art. Where there is renunciation, there is inevitably caution. And where there is caution, there is always compromise. So yes, we artists are smug, but we have to be. We need to be vain and cocky, disdainful and presumptuous. We rely on our pretentiousness, our insolence, and our inflated egos. Why, you ask? Why? I'll tell you why. Because, not so deep down, 
Underneath the derma of our flamboyance, we are constantly entertaining the very strong possibility that in our ideas, in our creations, and in our convictions, we may very well be tragically and deplorably wrong. That's enough confession for this week, but please join me again as we dig deeper and deeper into the inner lives of contemporary artists.